Yo, what's going on, Car Bro Nation? It's your boy Jerry, the TR Expert Washington. Hey, here, here, here at General Fitness Company Studio. It is March 22nd, 2021, and this is Season 8, Episode 32. Today, today, I did not work at all. Today, I was getting my vaccine, my second dose, and I was trying to rest and relax so I can hit it hard tomorrow. So I got an early start tomorrow, so I'm going to try to uh, get out of here and rest up for the rest of the night so I can, uh, yeah, feel good. I don't know. I'm feeling a little lightheaded right now, so I think the effects of the, the vaccine are hitting in, are getting in. So, uh, yeah, we'll see how this episode goes. Uh, luckily, I recorded it earlier on today, so uh, it should go fine, but I still have to edit, so we'll see how that part <laughs> ends up going. But uh, yeah, I think it was a solid episode, so hopefully I won't need too many edits. Anyways, anyways, enough about the, the, the how the sausage is made. Let's go ahead and get into this actual sausage. Sausage! <laughs> anyways, here we go. Uh, episode... Oh, what do, yo, I didn't even tell you what the heck we're talking about. <laughs> we're talking about being a personal trainer. Yeah, I told you just I told you I feel a little lightheaded. I'm a little out of it, but that's all right. Uh so we're talking about being a personal trainer. You know, I was like a couple of people have asked me over the years. Uh, more than a couple actually, actually. In fact, uh, some of my uh, some of my friends that have asked me about personal being personal trainers are now personal trainers and they're doing pretty well for themselves. Some of my past clients are actually personal trainers and are doing well for themselves. I I still feel that's probably my biggest source of pride is to have people that have that I have actually trained that are now trainers and that are actually successful. It's like, wow, I've got my own coaching tree. <laughs> anyways, yeah. So today, yeah, you could be part of that coaching tree indirectly. I'm going to tell you how to be a good personal trainer, not just a personal trainer, but a good personal trainer, someone that can train for as long as they want to, does not get kicked out of the uh, whole community, or is not ostracized for doing crazy stuff. Uh, I'm going to teach you how to do that in today's episode. So listen up, because I've got five tips and a bonus on how to be a good personal trainer. Lego. Yo, well, this should be an interesting adventure. I uh, got my second vaccine today. They say that you get a little tired. Uh, I'm doing this a little earlier than usual just to mitigate that just in case. Uh, but today I have an interesting episode. We're going to be talking about how to be a trainer or actually specifically how to be a good trainer because it's pretty easy to be a trainer. It's a one-step process. Get a certification. Tell people you're a personal trainer. <laughs> That's it. But if you want to be a good trainer, you want to be someone that you know maybe lasts in the industry for you know, uh, you know as long as you'd like. Let's, let's put it that way. 
well, then you're going to probably want to listen to what we got going on today. I've got five uh, tips. With a, uh, It might give you a bonus, depending on how long it's going to take me to get through this. So um, let's get right into it, huh? So the first thing, you know, when I first started training, uh, I didn't know anything. <laughs> and we don't know anything. You probably shouldn't make too many assumptions. So the best thing to do when you first start training, or even if you have, even if you've been training for a while and you have someone that's coming in that you've never seen before, you should ask, ask lots of questions. Not just a few questions, but a lot of questions. You want to get as, as familiar with the situation that you have at hand as possible. Uh, because if you just show up and start, or you know, show up, or you have them show up and you just start working them out, uh, you don't know what you could be doing to them, you know. You know, not not only in respect to uh, their limitations, uh, you know, if they have an injury, but you know, it, you just might not be training them uh, to their goals. You know, like you might give them great exercise, but it might not be uh, in line with their goals. So. You want to ask lots of questions to make sure that you're giving them uh, the the adequate service and something that is appropriate for them. Because yeah, it's nothing worse than uh, going and do, going and spending hard-earned money as a client or just as a consumer in general, and you not getting uh, what you ask for. Especially if it's a service, you know, it's like the worst. You ask for something and you get something that isn't doesn't in line doesn't align with what you want. So you know, you want to make sure that you're doing the best you can by asking a lot of questions. Now, once you get started with the program, uh, you want to make sure that obviously you have their their goals in mind. You've asked a lot of questions. You understand uh, what is and in, in what are the possibilities that might be in store for them. So you don't want to go all out. You know, I've talked about this in many episodes and I talked about it in the uh, episode where, uh, a few months back where I was talking about how you want to uh, Start by you know going one step at a time. I was talking about my buddy that <laughs> I remember doing track practice. He jumped up too many stairs and he busted his lip. You know, so uh, you want to make sure that you start low and slow. You want to start with really low intensity and build your way up. You know, you want to be slow with your progress, and you want to make sure that you are, you know, just giving them. Uh, little incremental uh, changes into their workouts. You know, you want to, you don't want to just boost them up. You know, if they're going 20, 20 pounds on a on a bench press, you don't want to just boost them up to fifty. You know, you want to make sure that they feel comfortable with what they're doing, and you feel comfortable with what they're doing. You know, because uh, sometimes <laughs> it doesn't matter. It does. If you don't feel comfortable, your client can read that, and they won't feel comfortable with what they're doing, and they will, in turn, probably not trust you as much uh, if, when you go once you go through those progressions. Even if they are able to do them, they might not be as confident because they might not sense the confidence in you. So you want to start low and slow, so you both feel comfortable. And then when you, you know, when, when you're ready, you, you, you want to, you know, maybe push it. Now, um, sometimes when you're pushing it, you might have, you, you might be faced with some, some limitations. They might have some limitations in how they move or some roadblocks that they might be experiencing because of, you know, their diet or just their lifestyle in general. And so uh, you want to be open to possibilities. You want to be open to uh, what might be the answer uh, to their limitation issue. You might want you want to be open to what might you know what could be the possible solution to uh, their lifestyle. You know, so it's it's not just a matter of um, 
going hard all the time. You know, you got to really, again, to kind of go back to what I was saying before. And the, the first tip is that you want to, you know, ask a lot of questions. So by asking a lot of questions, you'll understand their situation and you'll have, an, uh, you'll have a better ability to be open to possibilities because, you know, especially as a, as a, a beginning trainer, you know, and still I, I come across this is that, you know, you'll, you, you, at first guess, you'll rarely have the exact right answer. You might have part of the answer, but you might not have the whole, the, the whole answer. So you want to make sure that you're open to these possibilities that, you know, you just may have never, you may not come across your mind, may have never come across your mind. You just want to be open to possibilities and just at the very minimum, don't come in into any situation like you have all the answers. That's just a big no-no because then uh, you're going to be so definitive that if something uh, it presents itself as counter to your uh, your hypothesis, you're not going to recognize it. So want to be open with your with your clients. And on to the next one. Um, this is something uh, that I see a lot of trainers, at least beginning trainers, do. And I see this a lot on Instagram. I'm, I don't I don't know these trainers uh, per se. A lot of them are pretty good trainers, uh, but you know, for, with beginning trainers, this is uh, something that's very prevalent. So. You want to make sure that you are not training the exercise, but training the muscle. So what I mean by that is you, know, you have a lot of people out there, clients, uh, trainers, just people in general that want to do the coolest stuff, right? They want to do the most fun looking thing. They want to do the thing that is going to make them look most impressive on Instagram or just make them feel really good about what they're doing. You know, like that could be trying to like lift the most weight or doing like you know stuff that you're just not a, not prepared to do like single leg deadlifts or something like that or you know you don't want to do things that are uh, just doing exercises for the sake of doing an exercise. Great, it might look good on Instagram, but like what exactly are you doing with that exercise? You want to be training the muscles. You want to know what the muscles are doing. You want to make sure that those muscles are going to be. Uh, functioning the way you want them to function you know because again to go back to their goals if you're you know just putting them giving them exercises and they have with no regard to the actual goals then you're just training the exercise and although it may look cool and they may even get a sweat you know you're not get, you're not gonna in the long run give them the results that they need and on top of that it's a you, you run a greater risk of injuring your client because you know you're likely going to have them do something that they're not prepared to do and um, they're going to be excited to do it because, you know, they don't know. And a lot of times they don't know. That's why they come to you, uh, you know, what the, the the probability of them getting injured in a specific exercise might be. So, they're, you know, these clients, these people are coming to you as a trainer to, you know, have a, uh, a better perspective on the exercises and the or just uh, how to create a healthy, healthy fitness routine for them. And if you're just just kind of going at it by giving them any exercise that you think might look good on Instagram, well, then they're probably not going to be your client for very long because it's going to be uh, a long, arduous journey for them, you know, working out, getting injured, working out again and constantly getting injured. You know, you might be great at running, but, you know, like if you're just having your clients just run uh, because that's what you do and that's what you're good at, then, you know, you're not going to be paying attention to the important things like 
you know, strengthening the core and making sure the hip flexors are strong, you know, get, making sure they have good recoil on their, on their, on their claw throughs, meaning they have good hamstring and glute strength. There's a lot of stuff that goes into running, uh, but if you're just having them run hill runs and you're having them do sprint work, well, I guarantee you that <laughs> you're going you're gonna to not have that client for too long, <laughs> just for the sheer fact that they won't last, you know, they just won't last. You know, they just get tired of doing this, doing uh, these uh, fancy exercises and not getting results. So that's something very important. And it looks like we have a little bit of time here. I mean, I, this is my podcast. I can do however long I want to. But so, uh, yeah, so we'll give you the uh, that bonus one, the sixth one. Uh, and this is something that I it took me a little while to learn because, you know, and I think it's just something that we as a as a culture and a society have uh, kind of adapted as a as a, as a general general uh, rule of thumb or general uh, knowledge that we that is all accepted now. See, before we used to think that you know the that if you train your if you train and work out that you will automatically feel better, be better, do better, and stuff like that. And that's obviously not the case. You know, we've had a lot of a lot of athletes that have committed suicide. Uh, obviously, we know a lot of times that has been because they had DMT. Is it DMT or DDT or whatever that is? Uh, well, essentially, where they're uh, you know they had some uh, brain encephalitis or something like that, meaning that they had some brain swelling that caused uh, some interesting issues. You know, eventually, essentially, they had some issues because of concussions, and mostly those are from football players. But you do have athletes that you know don't have the uh, particular uh, mindset after after they're um, retired. You know. And uh, that's because, you know, they've been, I wouldn't even say that it's unhealthy, but, you know, they've been so conditioned to only focus on exercise uh, that the mindset thing was not that important because at the end of the day, their job was to perform. And, you know, whether, they're, whether they would have um, a good or a bad attitude about it was probably secondary for a lot of them. Uh, mostly it's just a matter of can you you know, can you perform when it's time to perform? Uh, but, you know, you're not training athletes, or at least a lot of them, a lot of the people that you're probably going to train as a new trainer, you, you're not going to be training athletes. So it's important because, uh, y- you know, you can have people that get good results from, you know, they have, they lose weight, maybe they get toned, maybe they even gain some muscle, maybe they gain weight because they were trying to get muscle. Uh, but whatever the physical results you have, they can only, they're only, they're only, I don't want to say they're temporary, but in a way they are temporary because they can be, they can only be sustained if the person has the mindset to keep them. See, like if you had somebody that you were training and they had this unhealthy attitude about exercise, like, you know, in relation with connection into their eating, like, you know, if they say that their thing, that they were working out with you so they can eat hamburgers, um, that's not a good thing because uh, that means once they uh, miss a workout, they're going to feel really, you know, they're going to feel some type of way about their diet. And that's going to really send them that has a possibility to send them into a, a very deep spiral if they don't have the support around them. You know, if you're if you're constantly grinding into their mind that like if they miss a workout, they're going to get fat or, you know, if they don't do something, then they're, they're going to get injured. Or, you know, if they just have unhealthy attitudes in general uh, with respect to fitness and, uh, and uh, wellness, uh, then, 
you know, that client is just, they might stick around for a while, but they eventually will probably make you unhappy as a trainer uh, because they won't be in the right mindset for growth. And at the end of the day, as a trainer, you're, 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 part of your job is to make sure that your clients are safe and are working out and you know, hopefully getting some sort of results, whether that be um, weight loss, uh, mobility, uh, uh, better cardio or overall fitness uh, you it's good to have results but you know if they if their mindset is not there to maintain those results and if their mindset is constantly uh, on the negative and I, I mean yeah there's people that are just you know wired that way right you know there are people that are constantly looking for the uh the downside or whatnot you know those people they do they do well in certain aspects of 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 life, you know, they they do well in uh, in business when it comes to like looking for the the thing that you know doesn't belong. You know, those people are really good for that. But in terms of uh, having people that are uh, negative and they're constantly looking for the downside uh, with respect to their own lives, or at least with your fitness, uh, that's not going to be beneficial. As again, you're going to not be too happy with training them after a while. They're going to be uh, so negative and so. Um, and not into the training uh, that it's just going to wear on you. So you want to make sure that you have people. Uh, I mean, it is what it is. You, you, you know, when you, you know, you're going to learn. I mean, I've, I've learned. I'm still learning. You know, there's just certain people that you can work with, certain people that you can't work with, and that's just the nature of the beast. But at the same time, you know, like you're you're as as somebody that is a a service provider, you want to make sure that you're thinking about the long run too, you know, like the long run for yourself, for your clients, uh, for your potential clients. So like, uh, for instance, again, I end this with a uh, little anecdote. Uh, I had a client uh, back in the day that was, you know, not, not the most positive person, wasn't a bad person, actually a very good person. And they just didn't have the right mindset. And, you know, and what ended up happening is that person Ended up getting injured, not with me, but they just had like a chronic thing. I just kind of kept kept building up and building up and building up. Now their mindset was that this thing is keeps happening to me, and I kept trying to tell them, "Is like this thing is not happening to you. I can see what is going on. It's in your actual how you're moving. It's in your behavior. You know, because that's essentially what we would how I would address certain things is their behavior behavioral." or postural, you know, to have, depending on how you want to look at it. But more or less, it's essentially how you are moving throughout the world that is essentially like a habit or a pattern that needs to be corrected. Now, this person said that it's not a habit, that it's something that is actually in their body, in their psyche, and that can't. And essentially how they address it is that it can't be corrected. Now, eventually they ended up going to a... Um, a physical therapist and a doctor because they needed they they needed to do these things to get an MRI. And what essentially happened is that when they went to the physical therapist, the physical therapist said one thing and they said and you know they they came back to me and said, "Well, my physical therapist says this." And I'm like, "I think so, but you know, after seeing you move for a long time and seeing your prog- progression and how you moved bef- bef- when we first started as to how you're moving now, you know, we got progress in a lot of things, but I tell you, in that specific aspect that we were that my client was focused on, we just weren't getting better. Even though I knew what to do and I knew how to correct it, everything that I would, every approach I tried to it 
tried to uh, take to it just wasn't being accepted mentally. Like I couldn't get my client to do the exercises. And it's hard to explain, but essentially is that I couldn't get my client to follow through on the exercises while they were in my presence. So I know the homework that I was giving them, they weren't out, they weren't following through either. Uh, so essentially it just became something that built up, built up, built up. They, again, they needed to go to the physical therapist and get an MRI and the physical therapist tell them that, told them that uh, it was one thing. And I kept telling the, the client, I was like, Hey, I don't think it's this. And they said, Hey, you know what? I don't think this is the, the right fit. And, it, and I was like, Hey, you know, it is what it is. I had a feeling in my mind that it was like, you know, once you get that MRI, you're going to probably know that <laughs> more or less that I was right, you know? And so, no, alone, you know, it wasn't, a, but a week after we had that conversation about, you know, it wasn't a right fit that they, <laughs> they called me up and said, hey, you know, remember that um, thing you were talking about? And I was like, yeah, like, well, the MRI showed that this is exactly what it was, exactly what you said. And I was like, I know. But you didn't want to listen to me because your mind was so set in it being something permanent and it being something that you were born with, being something that is incorrectable. So if your mind is in that in that frame, then there's nothing that I can do to make you correct something that you believe is incorrectable. So uh, that was a long story, but that is not the end of the story. The end of the story is that now that client is actually training with me and has more of an open mind and has had more progress than we've ever had and has is actually stronger than they've ever been well I shouldn't say they've ever been but stronger and than they've been in a very long time and they're over 60 years old so to say that is you know it's just kind of a testament to what the mind can actually do for you so it's not just training the body but also training the mind it's makes your client into someone that is not only physically strong, but also mentally strong, which will not only benefits them physically, because we all obviously know that physically doesn't just trans, it's not just in the gym, but you know, obviously you're going to be able to, you know, go for bike rides, you're going to go be able to run longer, you're going to be able to lift heavier stuff, so it's going to give you a better quality of life physically, uh, but you know, it helps you mentally, uh, because obviously, you know, having that, that, that mindset that you can do these things in the gym will also help you have that mindset that you can do those things outside the gym and that those things that you thought were limitations just need to, you just need to have your attention and they need to be practiced on. That's all it is. That's what a lot of limitations are in life in general. It's essentially like, what is it that you need to focus on that will get you stronger so that you can overcome that limitation? A lot of people simply focus on the limitation and they think about it and say, I'm not strong enough. And they, or they say that this is just my situation and this is the disaster that I have been, that has been bestowed upon me by the universe. But that's not the case a lot of times. It's just a matter of the fact for a lot of people is they've created some patterns that, that you know, whether they be conscious or unconscious, that are just not serving them. And maybe they served them at one point in time. Maybe they never served them at one point in time. But it's essentially that they've gotten used to those patterns and that's just the way they do things. But it doesn't mean that's the way they always have to do things. And that applies to not only your clients, but also yourself. If you're a trainer 
or if you're aspiring to be a trainer or if you're just not a trainer, if you're not a trainer at all and you're just looking to explore better and different ways to improve the way you live your life currently. So yeah, that's what uh, I got for today's episode. I really do appreciate you listening. It was uh, was, uh, uh, rather thoughtful towards the end of the episode, I have to say. Uh, But I do do enjoy recording these episodes. And again, I hope you enjoy listening to them. If you do, feel free to leave a rating or review wherever you're listening to this. Uh, Tell your friends, family, and strangers about this podcast, and maybe particularly this episode if they're looking to be a personal trainer. And of course, subscribe if you haven't already. All right. Thanks a lot. And as always, keep good company.